welcome to the Low Sodium Show. I am your host, Mark the Lenin Crew Wheeler, and uh, we've got a great show lined up for us tonight. I hope y'all are ready to crank it, um, crank it, lick it, whatever you want to do. You know, it's 8 o'clock, let's have some fun. Um, so what we've got going on tonight, folks, is we have the great new company that, that's on the block now, um, creating an innovative lure that really um, is, is awesome. It's, uh, it's really going to set itself apart from uh, pretty much uh, every other lure that you might own. It will be that little something that will get you that extra bite. And trust me when I say this, that the rigging potentials Rigging potential for this bait is almost limitless. And the bait I'm talking about, folks, is the Lick'em Lures Tongue Slapper. Um, we're going to have these these guys on uh, in a little bit, and it is going to be absolutely awesome. Um, as well as, uh, we're going to have a few people on as well, uh, conversating with these guys. And one guy in particular that I know you all know, he's a regular on the Thursday night show. He is the one, the only, Mr. Greg Becker. What's going on, man? I haven't had that much of a lead-in since my best man at my wedding was drunk and couldn't get the toast out. That was awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> You're quite welcome, bud. It's good to have you on, man. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. It is awesome to be able to be here with you on a Wednesday night. Uh, the, the Wednesday night conflicts uh, subsided for a minute, so this became priority one, especially when I heard uh, uh, who some of the guests were going to be tonight, and I had the opportunity to talk to Steve today uh, from the Lure Company. I, I think you've got a great show planned, so happy to be able to be here and support. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I've had the opportunity of, of fishing with these baits for a little bit and uh, playing with them and, and having some fun, and, you know, the the abilities to, to do what I need to do in a tough situation coming from the bass side um you know is really cool and you know it, it also comes down to doesn't matter if you're a bass fisherman if you're a musky fisherman especially the guys who go after like musky and pike who have you know a predominant shad or bluegill um and we're, we're going to get into this a little bit but having that 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 that, that shape that it has and the and the erratic action um, should put a lot more of those toothy critters in the boat. Um, I believe this might just be my co-host with the mosto, uh, Mr. Matt Trucks, Yak Chum. What's going on, man? Hey, good evening, Mark. I am here. Yes. Awesome. We got back. <laughs> I was, um, we got I was actually just watching the, the news about the uh, Ford Hood shooting, and uh, my prayers go out to those people over there. And uh, then I realized, whoa, it's 8 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the quick, uh, uh, um, you know, I know there, there's one uh, KIA currently, um, you know, and I really hope that the, the shooter, uh, in this instance, you know, let's all pray for the shooter, that they go to whatever God they pray to, and that God is a very merciless God, and decides to put them where they really belong. Okay. Yeah, they just came with an update. There's actually uh, four confirmed dead. One is the shooter. Well, that's, oh, well, you know, to those three, those troops or, or civilians don't deserve that, and uh, the shooter definitely does. So with that being said, 
Let's get right into it. Um, we need some something to pick us up. We need something to to get this thing rolling. And, and before I introduce the uh, our very very special guest, um, let's get something in here that that makes us all happy, makes us kind of kind of squeal a little bit. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you will in a second, ladies and gentlemen. I welcome back to us the low sodium pig. Come on, of the week. Oh yeah, oh, oh we got him all tied and ready to rock. Oh, ow, ow, and then he just ran away. Um, low sodium show pig of the week, folks. For this week, is the um, the beast himself. Okay, Mister Chris Lane, um, absolutely hammered the St. John's River, and um, excuse me, Bobby Lane. Bobby hammered the uh, too many lanes in the in the lead series. Uh, hammered a massive pig during the tournament. A ten pound, ten ounce freak of nature. I mean, this thing had a belly on it, well, a belly on it like mine. Big old plump and and, and juicy. But um, yeah, big wow. old bass helped him win and uh, uh, just absolutely awesome. And congratulations to uh, to, to Bobby. He's a he's a cool dude and uh, uh, couldn't have uh, expected any better. So, with that being said, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come right back, we're going to get in with the Lick'em Lures guys and start talking about the Tongue Slappers. So, we'll be right back with more of the Low Sodium Show, only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Bull Bay Custom Rods are handcrafted, designed, built by fishermen for fishermen. Each plank goes through a rigorous stress test to ensure the highest quality, period. You can actually feel the action of the bite as well as lure vibration through the foreground. Made with the highest quality components and made to your specifications. Bull Bay Custom Rods bring innovation to your hands. Go to bbrods.com to check out some amazing custom rods. Bull Bay Custom Rods, built by fishermen for fishermen. Kayak Fishing Radio presents The Low Sodium Show With your host, Mark the Landing Crew Wheeler Alright Let's get this party started Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce to you To the, the two owners, creators of the Lick'em Lures Tongue Slapper. Um, this is a, an innovative bait that, when first looked at, um, many of the um, first thoughts about it is, what's so innovative about it, and why is it, you know, why is, you know, landing crew Mark Wheeler coming in here and talking about this, um, this bait, when, you know, he's got so many others, but folks, I always say there is always that one thing in when you're fishing, 
one thing you can do to add more to your, your sack, um, put more weight in that boat, put that dinner on your plate. And this, folks, is one of those lures that you can do that with. Is it a cure-all? No. The situation has to be right. But when the situation is right in bass fishing, and this is the, the ticket, this is something that the bass have never seen. This will, I don't say that very often, but this is one of those baits. So let me introduce to you guys Mr. Steve Culver and Eric, forgot his last name. I cannot believe I just did that. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Steiner. <laughs> hey, how's it going, fellas? Hey, hey. All right, I'm going to bring in the other two hey, guys. Thanks for having us on the show, Mark. We pre- really appreciate it. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure, guys. My absolute ple- pre- pleasure. Um, so, folks, if you haven't t- seen the bait, um, I highly recommend you go to lickemlures.com. Okay, check out the baits. Um, go to Facebook. Like them on Facebook, please. Okay, um, there's going to be a lot of stuff coming down the pike with Lickem Lures. And I really want you guys to be involved in it. Uh, free baits, stuff like that. Um, you know, you could, I'm telling you guys, this, this bait took a, a – literally, it was the, the, the highlight of ICAST, this recent ICAST. Okay, it got a lot of people's attention because of how – crazy this bait really is okay um thanks greg for posting the link the link's in the chat room y'all it's uh lickem l-i-c-k-e-m lures.com for all those that are listening to the podcast um so with that being said guys explain us how this whole bait started well it pretty much started uh well eric and i i mean we've fished together quite a bit um, in the last, you know, seven years, and, you know, fishing for redfish, you know, here in our water in southwest Florida and uh, Charlotte Harbor, it's pretty hard not to tie on a gold spoon, you know, a Sprite or a Niemeyer spoon, whatever, you know, whatever gold spoon you pretty much have in your box to go out searching for redfish, but with all of the, you know, all of the uh, laydowns and blowdowns that we had after Hurricane Charlie, um, it just added a bunch of trash to the shoreline, which wasn't really a bad, not good for the mangroves, but um, but it was actually a nice bit of more cover as opposed to the uh, mangrove canopy. So we just were, you know, we had kind of talked about it, and it's like, well, let's, uh, you know, we wanted we wanted something that was going to be able to basically skip almost on its own just from a regular sidearm cast. Um, can't do it with a gold spoon or the treble hook. You can, but you're, you know, kind of playing with fire. You're going to lose, uh, lose a bunch of bait and spend a bunch of money. So I just kept thinking about it and tinkering and tinkering, and I came over to Eric's house one day, and I had a bunch of them in my pocket, and I threw them on the table, and I said, let's go fishing, just as a tool to, as a tool to fish the mangroves for redfish and snook is as thorough as you can possibly fish it and fish it slow and, and pick it apart and being able to to uh, basically get your, uh, your your lure back every time. And just the skipping ability is is really off the chain how, how well it skips. Um, I mean, it skips like that perfect stone, 
when you're a kid that just, you can, you know, it's almost will skip to infinity. So it basically was developed for uh, mangrove shorelines for snook and redfish. That's where okay. it started. And, and it's basically just turned into this crazy, all of these different riggings and the performance that you get out of it with, uh, with a Rockport Rattler, with the vibration, with rigging it this way and that way. There's just so many different things that it ended up being just by, by experimenting and playing with different riggings. And as it turns out, that shape is conducive to doing a lot of different things that I never even imagined when I first made the first shoebox mold and and poured and hand poured these things. I just had no idea it was going to turn into this. Right. Um, um, so yeah. I I know a lot of people are looking at the bait right now and will be right in the future. Um, the shape of it reminds me of a spoon, uh, of a drone spoon, of a, a bunker spoon, stuff like that. Right. But it's not a spoon, correct? Well, not. It's not really a spoon. I mean. That's what we were going for, but when we actually initially made this, we knew it wasn't going to work like a regular spoon. We just said, hey, this is, this is basically a jerk. Uh, it's, a, it's a shad. It's a jerk shad, uh, whatever you want to call it. It could be a bluegill-type bait. Um, it, it might even be kind of its own category. Um, but by putting the cup in that, if, if it was just – if it was just – you know, rounded sides on both sides, it's not going to do much. The cup right. actually allows it to to vibrate. I mean, to literally vibrate. You could The vibration that you feel on the rod when you're ripping that bait, as in, you know, like a guy will do a husky jerk or is, you know, how you explain it, you know, doing the KVD jerk, um, the, the, the vibration that you feel, it's pretty ridiculous what you get out of a, a slab of rubber like that. And... And I think, you know, I've always been a big believer in, uh, you know, vibration and, and as far as, you know, fish in their lateral line and stuff like that. So the thing just vibrates like mad. And it is a spoon shape, but it's not necessarily a traditional type way that you would fish a spoon. Correct. So, so and, and folks, if, you, if you're not, picture a, a spoon in your head, a Johnson spoon, whatever, okay? And how that spoon, when you throw it and cast it, how it'll roll or, or, or wobble, you're not going to get the, that with this. You can this, you almost can, but it won't do it correctly. If that makes any sense. So, envision that, okay? But then take that vision of that spoon, take it, and kick it right out the door, okay? Because I'm telling you right now, if you try to fish it like a spoon or treat it like a spoon, you will fail, okay? What you need to do is think of it like a fluke. Think of it like a weightless worm, a trick worm. Think of it like that, how you've got to put the action to it to make it really shine. I mean, you can reel in a, 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 you know, a, a, a fluke, no issues, right? And it'll, it'll give you some action. You can do the same thing yeah, with exactly. this bait. But to really make it shine... Okay, you need to at, put that action with your rod tip. Okay, um, now with that being said, I have found 
that for for me that w- the way I fish this, this bait and I've had success. I've caught in the past two days. I've caught a handful of fish on this bait, and they haven't been small. Okay, these are tournament sized bass. The kind of bass I am looking for: two and a half, three pound average. That right there for those that fish professional bass fishing, that right there is a is is the piece of resistance. If you can put three. If he can put five three-pound bass on the scales, that is 15 pounds. You are in an average that is going to put you in the money 80% of the time. Okay? You add a kicker bass of five pounds, you're pretty darn close to winning or within the top five. Okay, big money. All right, so for me, for those that have listened to my show, for, for me, that, that is huge. That is absolutely massive. Okay? Um... With is that, that being just working said, on those Virginia bass, or does it work on all the bass in the uh, whole nation? I, I, you know what? That, that's a great point, there, Matt. The reason that I believe this will be a uh, is this this will be a fish catcher um, from South America to Alaska, okay? And the reason for that is because of the shape of the bait. For those that have, don't know what the shape of the bait is, okay, this bait. If you take a picture of your typical bunker, Manhattan, your typical shad, okay, your typical bluegill, what you have is a bulbous front end near the face, right? And then that tapers off to a thin tail. That right there is the profile of the, lick- of the, the tongue slapper, which right there should tell you, okay, that is going to be... 90% of all the forage species that all the predatory species are going to eat. Okay? What's great about it is that it has an incredible action. Now, um, the, the the cool thing about that is, you know, because it is a soft plastic bait, there are hundreds and hundreds of, of rigging styles. Um, so, guys, break down, you know, just just a handful of the different rigging styles that that are available to uh, anglers with this bait. Well, as far the what we call traditional rigging, and we apologize, we're trying to get this thing to go on chat to post the pick, and it will not post it. I don't know why. We apologize. We're working on it to get you guys the traditional rigging of of what this is or what we're talking about off the bat here. Um, But the traditional rigging is the first way that we actually fished it. It's uh, it's on a Mustad uh, 91768 uh, swim bait hook, a uh, 91768 BLN with a hitchhiker. Um, Basically, that traditional rigging is really nothing more than what a Texas style uh, rubber worm is. Um, weight on the bottom, in, in that configuration, that's where it skips the best. It absolutely skips like crazy. Um, when, I'm, when I'm fishing slop here for bass, I'll even use a 3 weight on that because I like a little bit more pressure on the mat when I'm actually fishing the mats. I get more of a pressure on the, um, on the pad itself and when I basically bring it off of the uh, when I bring it off of the mat and I let it flutter, if they miss it, I can just kill it, and they hit it on the fall almost 
I'd say a very, very fair amount of times. The I'd say about 85% of the time when if they miss it and you kill it, they're going to come back and hit it. Um, uh, that, that's a traditional way to, to, to fish it. I mean, uh, um, then we have uh, what we call swim bait style, which you are taking the hook out of the bottom of the bait and you're placing the hook on the top side of the bait. All you're doing is you're just turning this corkscrew. Um, you're doing a quarter turn when you pull that hook out. So you've got your hook eye running north and south and your, um, your hitchhiker running east and west so you have opposing directions so the, the hook will hinge on top. And it's nothing more than hooking it through the side of the bait where, where, about, about where the parting line is for the mold that you can, that you can visibly see by eye. And you're just measuring that like you would measure any soft plastic when you're, um, when you're sticking the hook point in. You just make your measurement, put your hook point in, and what that, what that allows the bait to do at this point is it's also a very good way to top water the bait. Eighth ounce weight, I, I, I'd say if I'm going to top water, it's usually an eighth. And what it does is it will allow me to top water this and almost walk the dog, but it kind of... It's hard to explain unless you actually play with the bait. It will give you some spit and sputter and some slapping and some popping. And what's nice about that is if you miss a fish, like I said on the other uh, the, the traditional way, is if you miss a, miss a fish top watering watering it that way, you can just simply kill it, let it flutter. It'll cut the water a little quicker. It actually falls about a foot a second with an eighth ounce. Uh, um, weight on it, and a bass will pick it up, a snook will pick it up, redfish will pick it up. It's just it's a nice option when you go from fishing top from the surface. When you get that miss, you can let it, you can kill it and let it flutter. And fish, they they really key in on that, and it's a nice option to be able to use a top water bait and then kill it and let it sink and flutter. Um, so those are really two two fail safe ways to um, fish that bait. When you're first grabbing that bait and you're going, man, looks strange, it's a little off the wall, it's a little bit different. If you go with traditional rigging, which is on our webpage, lickemlures.com, in swim bait rigging, you really can't go wrong off of the bat with fishing it those two ways right off the bat when you first get your baits. Um, then as far as the riggings that that have evolved from there. Um, you're talking about what we call crankbait style rigging. Um, is basically you're just rigging it in the same manner as your traditional rigging, but you're just overhooking it. You're overhooking it by uh, maybe a, a rib and a half to two ribs. And we have, and it's nice because we got registration lines that are on the back of the bait. It's kind of a tribal herringbone pattern. Um, so you can just basically, when, you're, when you measure your plastic for just a traditional manner, you just overhook it, just bring the hook back over a little bit. It puts that bend in there. And what that does is when you're doing the sweep of the rod or the crack of the rod and you're really being aggressive with it, I mean, it will vibrate your hand off. It, it vibrates so hard that way. And it really, that particular method as of late here for, for bass, has been the dinner bell 
I mean, you start ripping that thing along the, uh, along the weed edges and near reeds and wherever you've got cover, they actually will come out and they'll wake at the, they'll actually come out and wake like a redfish or a snook on it. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Um, and that's, that, that's like the third rigging. Uh, we've got, uh, um, we've got some riggings on our, uh, on our Facebook, our, uh, on our Facebook page that we've done with the owner flashy swimmer hook. And, it's you know it's got the willow blade on the bottom of a wide gap hook with a bend in it hook crankbait style so you've got you've got the bait with the bend in it in the front and the lip you've got the blade on the bottom and what the blade allows that bait to do is cast and retrieve it just a nice steady retrieve and it will actually walk the dog and wobble without any rod without imparting any action at all by yourself it will do, almost do it on its own and it's a nice option because you can fish slop and weeds and uh and heavy mat with that with that um with that technique as well and, and a lot of times when you bring it off of the cover or the edge it's it's a done if they're in there they come out and they smack it it's pretty it's pretty interesting to fish a big chunky bait like that with a blade on it on the bottom so right. and i mean there's just a million different ways to rig it uh I mean, we could sit here and talk about, you know, rigging for a long time. Um, I don't want to keep, uh, I don't want to get too technical on, on as far as what this is. So if you, I mean, if, if you had any, like, uh, uh, as far as what your, what your thoughts are and as far as those, those particular riggings go from, from what you've seen. Um, you know, the traditional, the swim bait, and the backward to traditional, um, those three right there, that, that is your jerk bait profiles, okay, folks? Right. So now, now that you've seen the bait, okay, either I've posted some pics from the Facebook page. All right, remember, please go and like, like their page and share it as well. Uh, let your friends know about this awesome setup. Is that your, your typical jerk bait, folks, okay? It's easiest easiest thing to do, okay? You know, you can you, you can Carolina swing it. Okay, if those are Carolina rig, when you make that cast, it starts to sink, and you point the tip at the point your tip at the bait, and just sweep it back to your side. Catch up that line, give it a second to pause, and sweep it again. What you're doing is is that bait is 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 slowly kind of rolling and twisting, so naturally you'll do that, real erratic. Okay, but when you pause it, it is just like the pause when you're throwing a fluke, you're throwing a jerk bait. When you're throwing uh, um, those reaction to style baits, where you need that pause, lipless crankbait. Another another you know thought process on that, especially in swim bait mode. Okay, fish it like that. Now, the the bass are telling you they they don't want that. They want erratic. Again, guys, we've talked about this in previous shows. I think last week we talked about this as well. That snap. Okay, point the if you're standing up, if you have the ability to stand up. Big rig kayak, Jason kayaks right there. Boom. Ow. Okay, what you're gonna do? Take that rod tip. Okay, your body is a clock. Your head's 12. Your feet are six. Okay, the rod tip's at the three o'clock position. All you're gonna do is cast it out. Let it hit the water. Okay, when it's when you get it to count. Okay, whatever you decide to give it. If you want it on the bottom, let it hit the bottom. The slack line. I'm not even gonna say semi-slack. 
but with a slack line. Snap your rod tip and bring it right back to 3 o'clock, okay, without touching the water. That line, you know you're doing it right when the line is snapping um, just like this. This is what you should hear. Okay, so snap, 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 and pause it for a second. It is going to give that bait a huge amount of left, right, vertical, and downward roll pitch and nastiness that is going to make a bass turn and look. I watched, it, I watched a bass do this this morning. I had clear water. I could see the bass. He, it was a buck bass on a bed, a big two-pounder. Okay, I could see him. I made a long cast because it was so clear. Okay, it hit the water. I let it sink, and I cracked it two or three times really hard. And what that did is it made it roll, pitch, jump, and everything else. And that bass was about side two to it, and he kind of did that slow roll and looked at it. I did it again, crack, 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 and let it pause for a second. And that bass started to swim towards it. As soon as I saw him swimming towards it, I started cracking it like, like a madman. Boom, 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 boom. Making that bait really work, really hard. What was happening, and what I'm envisioning that bass is seeing, is the bait's dying, right? So I, I had the, the watermelon gold dust, custom colored, okay, which we'll talk about in a minute. So the primary forage on this lake is bluegill, okay, is brim. Perfect brim color, perfect brim imitation. I'm snapping it. That bass is now associating that profile that's already with that bait with the, with the bluegill. The color's perfect for a brim. That is what he's seeing. That's what he's envisioning. Okay. By me snapping that rod tip, I'm making it that, that brim, bluegill, whatever, act like he's hurt. He's dying. But as he got closer, by me speeding it up and getting real, much more erratic action... Now that bass is seeing a hurt brim, okay, that sees him and is trying to get away, trying to survive. And literally, you could feel and see the bass actually get angry and, and like, where are you trying to go? And that sucker started to go, and I crack, crack, and I paused it one last time. reason I say one last time, because literally, the moment that bait stopped and started to roll and flutter... Like it will when you stop it. That bass pile-drived it. Okay? He ate that bait so far back in his throat, I almost couldn't even get the hook out. And literally, I almost premature ejaculated that, 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 that hook set because it was so vicious. Okay? It, it was amazing how hard this bass hit this bait. So, I'm telling y'all, this, this bait... It's something you're going to want to definitely try. Put it on and, and fish with it. Um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come right back, we're going to talk more with, with Steve and Eric about this, uh, you know, this bait, how to customize this bait, because it is a soft plastic. The customizing options are there. So we're going to talk different customizing things we've already done with this bait, as well as uh, taking any questions and you know, talking more about how you know, Lickham Lures is uh, uh, revolutionary, revolutionizing. I cannot talk today. Um, you know, the way that we can present a bait in, in profile and shape and, and vibration to bass on heavily pressured waters. Give them that new look. 
So we'll be right back with more of the Low Sodium Show, only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network. Be right back, guys. Give me the flat to dawn with plenty of tailing fish and the perfect fly rod. Yeah. And get ready for some magic. Oh, awesome eat. I got one. Oh, damn, I got him. You got it. I got him. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. Looking for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out yakangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. Yes, folks, that is the Tada moment. And people ask me, what do you mean Tada moment? The Tada moment is the moment to get a chance to fish with Tommy Head Jigs and realize how amazing they are. And most people ask, say, it's just a jig. It's not just a jig, a Tommy Head Jig is the solution to many problems. And the problem is losing precious fishing time, okay, by trying to untie and retie different jigs and lures. Now with Tommy Head jigs, you have that fixed. Be able to take one jig and fish as a jig with a skirt and a trailer to immediately switching that out, putting a fluke on there and catching spotted big old slaunch bass, okay, to immediately switching that out and fishing it as a shaky head and many, many more. And let me say this. Fishing it as a shaky head is truly where it shines. So go to TommyHeadJigs.com. right meow. Okay? And I'm getting serious with a meow. All right. Get out there. Get on it. Buy you some packs and realize how amazing they are. So go to TommyHeadJigs.com right now. Pick you up a handful of packs. Let them know that, the, that you heard it here on the Low Sodium Show with Mark, the Lane Crew Wheeler. And we'd love you for it. Again, TommyHeadJigs.com. You are listening to the Low Sodium Show on Kayak Fishing Radio. With your host, Mark, Me. the Landing Crew Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, we're back. <coughs> and we are back with uh, Steve and Eric from Lickham Lures, the creators and owners of this bait. Um, so, guys, uh, are there any other rigging or special things you can do to the uh, tongue slapper, which is affectionately what this bait is called, um, to you know, enhance it or, or make it someone's own? Well, you know, the, we have, uh, I, I really apologize to all you guys out there in the chat. We're, we're, we're having some major technical difficulties here. We cannot post pictures. Um, and I don't know why we've we just, I apologize. We're trying to get some stuff up here. It's just not working for us. Um, what, uh, what we do, I mean, we just posted a video on our Facebook. It's um, it's it's rigged with a Rockport Rattler, 
and we've rigged it with uh, quite a few other jig heads, and it won't it won't do what it does with the Rockport. The Rockport actually allows you to fish it shaky head style, um, and it and when you're rigging it, and it shows it shows the the video is pretty good quality on there. And what you're doing with it, and I apologize, we're we're trying to get pictures up. And what we're doing with it is we're rigging it upside down with a jig head. And what I mean by that, and not trying to sound technical, but you're rigging it from the front of the bait, which is the narrow section. You're turning it over upside down, and the hook is coming out of the back of the bait. It's coming out of the bottom of the bait. And what it allows it to do, the shape of that jig head it allows it to really roll up high because the water pressure is push, pushing pushing on the cup and almost suspending it there almost sometimes indefinitely. I mean, we've seen it stand there for 35, 40 seconds where it will not fall. It'll just stand straight up. And then when you incorporate the hopping, you're, you're hopping it, stopping, hopping, hopping. But when you incorporate dragging, it will wobble, the, the jig head will suck tight to the bottom. So all you guys that like fishing wood and rock, and if you're a ledge fisherman, it's not exactly fishing it like a Carolina rig, but you can still, I believe, get that, you can still get that, that flavor of when you're dragging a bait and getting it to actually wobble back and forth. And if you guys go to our Facebook page, um, um, Lookem Lure Company, Inc., on Facebook, and you see that video, it says, here we go again, folks, rigged with a Rockport Rattler. You'll see what that thing does when it wobbles on the bottom. It's really interesting. I've never, I've never seen a bait that will actually walk across the bottom like this one does. Um, but as far as making this bait your own, um, one of the things that, that I like doing is, is if you're going to fish this, in the traditional rigging or the swim bait rigging, I like to put a split in the tail. Now, it still vibrates, but if you want a little bit longer glide, it allows the water. You're basically taking the cup out of it. It allows the water to flow through that cut, and you're getting more of a longer, you're getting a, a longer glide and a little bit um, more of a slash like what you would get out of a jerk shad. But you've got the bit, but you've got you still got that nice profile of what like a real a shad or a bluegill or or uh, those types of bait fish. Um, that's just one of the things that I like doing. Um, as far as customizing uh, custom customizing the uh, the product, what you I tell you what, Mark, what you did with the spike at pens was really I mean, it's pretty fantastic, and I mean. Um, being able to take that pen and, and paint it like a shad like you did and probably, would it take you 15 seconds, 20 seconds to do it? Yeah, I mean, the, the, that's the cool thing. That's the thing you got to remember, folks. It's a plastic bait. It's a soft plastic. So if you have those those spiky pens, and they're only like 7 bucks, okay, this is the most expensive one I've ever seen, for, for a four-pack, it's going to give you orange, red, blue, and chartreuse. Okay. What that's going to do is it's going to give you infinite color variations. So if you're fishing, let's say they have the smoke silver, which is a, uh, a clear plastic with silver flake in it, right? And you're working it, and, and you look and black down. And black pepper. And black pepper. 
if you look down in the water and you see a shad, right, and you scoop up that shad and you look at it, like I tell you to do, look at the sh- look at look at the forage, and it's got a bluish back, little chartreuse on it, and always carry a sharpie, okay, always carry a sharpie and a dot somewhere on it, right there, you can immediately grab that that lickum, that, that tongue slapper. Put a little blue on it. Put that, that chartreuse line on it. Maybe color in a little chartreuse on the tail. Okay, like you see on shad sometimes. Put the dot where you need it. Then take that red. And just give it a little bit of a bleeding throat. Okay? Throw that out there. It, 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 and you'll be right back in, into the game. You know, bluegill. You see bluegill. Really vi- bright and vibrant or brim. You know, with the blues and, and, the, and the oranges. Now you can take that bluegill, hold it in your hand, hold the hold the tongue slapper in your hand at the same time, and copy the colors of that bluegill to that bait. Okay. Now I say I do this a lot of times with crank baits, with lipless cranks, with jerk baits, you know, stuff like that. Now you can do it to a soft plastic, you know, without trying to do it on this thin little, you know, fluke. All right. Now I have that ability. Like I said, now I have the the, the that extra something. That little, one little extra thing that's going to put me up above my competition. You know, and that's why, folks, I've, I've really fallen behind this company and, and really, um, you know, uh, am helping to push it because it is that one thing that is going to make me, as, as a tournament professional angler, do more. You know, be, be in front of the camera more. You know, to be in the money more. Okay, it's going to help feed my family, and that is why when I back, uh, when I say I back companies, okay, from Orca Coolers, Jackson Kayak, um, you know, Bull Bay Rods, Unfair Lures, Tommy Head Jigs, all of these companies are ones that I know are going to help me in some way, shape, or form put food in front of my kids, and that is and keep the roof over their heads. All right, so when I say this is a bait you're going to want to have to put in your box. And again, it's not for every situation. Trust me on this. But for the situations where it will, which is going to be a lot of times right now, pre-spawn bass, spawning bass, okay, this is one of those baits you're going to want to have in your arsenal. All right. Um, So, guys, what other rigging options, you know, or what other uh, customization do you guys do? Any more cuts, colorations, anything like that? Yeah, we do. Uh, you know, we talked about the uh, owner flashy swimmer hook with the uh, willow blade on it. Um, those are uh, those are a couple. Uh, we've got a, uh, a video, a couple. I believe we've got a couple pictures and some video on our uh, Facebook of the back. We call it backwards crankbait style with the owner flashy swimmer hook. So you're you're basically making a pseudo crankbait out of it. It doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily dive like a crankbait. It 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 will catch water on that bent lip. Um it just allows that blade in the bat on the bottom of the hook just allows that uh, allows that bait to wobble. And it has kind of a wide shoulder roll and a wobble to it. So just basically casting and retrieving with a nice steady retrieve. Um, you can, uh, you can modify this thing, uh, to fish it like a frog. Uh, basically you rig it, uh, what we call traditional style and it's a little bit more, I just wish I, I wish I was able to show you guys this stuff tonight. Um, but we're, 
we're cutting I got it. You. I'm, I'm pulling it right off of Facebook right now, and uh, I'll post a picture for you guys. Okay, I didn't. I don't know. I just can't remember if I if there's a if there's a Facebook picture of how I cut it like a frog. Um, I that that sounds terrible, man. You know, part oh, I, one of the I, owners of the right company, here. and not remembering if you put a picture on what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm going to post a picture real fast of the V-cut tail fish swim bait style. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And then the next picture after that is going to be the frog cut. Okay, so you found the frog cut where I've cut the two sides and across the back. I sent you a picture last night. Did you get it? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, um, and that's a real interesting way how to fish it. And then, you know, you can just if, – if it's like it's like what you did, Mark. I mean, you got the baits, and you already did your own spin on it with the, with the trailer uh, that, that, you, that you did and right. the, the things that you did with the paint pen. I mean – if you can think it and you've got that you've got that mindset and you're and you're gonna want to think outside the box, um, you can do a lot of different things. I mean, we come up with different stuff all the time with this bait, how to you know, just, just different things to do with it. Um, you know, there, I mean you could uh we've had a lot of and I haven't fished it this way, but making a speed worm out of it, cutting one and cutting one uh Cutting one side of it like a speed worm, you know, cutting it on like a 30-degree angle or whatever angle you want to call it um, and fishing it that way. Um, there's there's a lot of different things you can do with it other than just uh, splitting the tail. You know, you can paint it. You can put a skirt on it. Uh, you can you can bend over hook it. Uh, you can hook it on the top. Um, you can hook it backwards with a jig head. You can rig it upside down with a jig head. I mean, it, it's... It's kind of it sounds kind of complicated, but anywhere you can stick a hook in the front of that bait or the back of that bait or in the side of the bait or anything you want to try to do, you can almost you know you can almost do it. I mean Carolina rig it. Um, uh, we've got a video we've got a video on our Facebook of 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 us fishing it uh, in a Carolina manner. Now. We, we fished it a little bit faster than most guys would fish a Carolina rig, and, and I knew that when we made the video. But, I mean, there's no set rules. This is a new bait. Um, fish have never, a lot, I mean, fish have never seen it before. They've never, they've just, it's, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a, it's just a completely new concept on a soft plastic. I mean, I don't think there's any set, the only, set rules that I say about it is if you're going to fish it, just don't reel it straight in. You just, you got to impart the action on it yourself. Um, don't be afraid to be aggressive with it. Um, and you, you just, just take the bait, experiment with it, play with it. If you got a swimming pool or a pond or anything nearby before you actually go out on the lake, river, or reservoir or wherever you guys are at, just experiment with it for about 15, 20 minutes, a half hour, an hour before you go fish and do it the day before. Uh, you know, I know it sounds like it's, uh, you know, like uh, not trying to make it sound like extended deep sea diving or anything like that, but it's a new bait. There's a little bit of a learning curve with it. And when you guys take the time to really figure out and, and realize the potential of what this thing will do, you're going to be pretty amazed at what it's going to put in the boat for you, um, and it's it's 
I mean, we're we're going on three years of fishing nothing but this, and that's all we fish. And I mean, I just pretty much dedicated to fishing this for for you know for what we're doing with this. And and I mean, we're, I don't have any any problems at all not buying anything else. I fish we fish this lure. 100% of the time for everything that we fish for. And it's just one of those baits that we feel is a little bit, it's, it's, you know, it's, a, it's an odd bait. It's very different. We broke, we broke some rules when we made this bait, we believe. But we didn't want to do something that everybody else has done either. You know, and, and, and I had explained to the, you know, I've, I've talked to several people and they're like, well, it's a new bait. There's no way that, you know, a new bait could be, you know, it, it won't work. It won't work. And I looked at him and I go, you know what? You, you guys are the same ones that back in the day when the first spinner bait came out, when the first crankbait came out, when the plastic worm came out, that said, oh, that'll never work. Now look at them now. Staples of the industry. But, you know, the, for those that, that don't believe, uh, uh, they'll be left behind. Uh, Mr. Becker. Sir. I understand that you have something to add. I do, actually. Um, I had the chance to meet uh, Steve and Eric down at the uh, Florida Sportsman Show in Tampa uh, earlier this year and uh, had the chance to throw one of the, uh, the Lickham lures on a, on a bull bay rod, take it out back and, and fling it a little bit around one of the pod, ponds at the Florida State Fairgrounds. And, it, you know, there's a ton of different ways to fish this thing, obviously, and, and it's kind of limited by your imagination. But one of the things that I think it's important to emphasize, especially for people who are fishing freshwater and are fishing heavy cover uh, or docks, is the fact that this thing skips like a flat rock. Um, yeah. I, I was astonished at how well and how far and the accuracy with which I could skip this bait, even on this, out on this pond, you know, standing eight or nine feet up off the water, a horrible angle for skipping anything, and two or three casts, I mean, I could, I could have this thing bouncing off the water six feet in front of me and then skipping another 30, 35, 40, 45 feet, you know, depending on the cast. And for, for folks who are fishing uh, cover, fishing timber, fishing down, you know, down timber, that you're looking for something to get back in there that's not going to hang up, that you might have to take a tough bounce to get there. Uh, you know, you've got a, a crappy sunlight day where, Two-thirds of the dock is in sunlight, and the only third that's in shade is the part that you just can't seem to reach because of the way everything else is. This is the bait to have on as, as a way to get something back in there that's going to attract a strike. Um, you know, certainly fishing it a hundred different ways once you get it in the water uh, is just points to the tremendous versatility of the bait. But the delivery mechanism, the fact that you can put this just about anywhere uh, with, with it, Texas rigged or, you know, just a skin hooked point and not really have to worry too much about getting hooked up in what you're throwing at, but being able to skip it back in, give it a nice soft delivery just about anywhere you want to go, uh, for me is huge, especially for freshwater folks who are fishing, uh, fishing docks or heavy cover. <coughs> oh, yeah. You know, the, the cool thing about this, this whole system, um, and, and I consider it a system, is that you've got the ability to you know, mold it to what you need to do. Now, that's the first, you know, major thing. Um, but in, in the grand scheme of things, when we start hitting, and I know most people are, are going, I cannot wait for this time, you know, 
mid-June to early September, the dog days where, you know, the water temps are, are in the 90s on, on a lot of lakes. Those bass, if you have docks, aren't going to be on the edges. They're not going to be in the first four feet like where most people can get a bait. No, no, no. They're going to be in the very deepest, darkest areas that 99% of the anglers out there, okay, and I'm being 99.9% of anglers out there cannot get a bait in there accurately. So having a bait now that I can fling there from the edge, especially those long, you know, the, the rich people docks, you know, where they've got 10 or 15 boat lifts and they've got boats all through there and then a boat house, you know, everything like that. Those bass are going to be way back in there. So to be able to take that bait and as far as you need it to go is going to be huge. Plus, it is extremely easy to make it skip on a baitcaster. I was doing it and having a blast doing it because it doesn't have like, – like when you skip a jig, it, it, that, that is an art. Okay, It literally has taken me four or five months of constantly digging out pack lashes to figure out how to skip a jig. And I've only got one or two jigs that I, I literally have a, a small box that says skip jigs. These are jigs that I haven't found that skip better than any of the other ones um, consistently. But now I have a bait that I can put on my baitcaster that I can literally go from fishing the edges, fishing in between the docks, to, to you know not picking up another rod picking up that same rod and wing it into that, that area. Plus, now I'm, now I'm putting that bait way back in there. Now I can work that bait for a longer period of time in that strike zone, find where they're at, and, and get them in there. I mean, that's just... That's money. That is money. Um, Absolutely. You know, and then that, like I said, I, I, don't, I don't talk lightly of baits. You know, because uh, that's that's just the the low sodium shit. We talk about te- techniques and and everything else. Um, but what when I do talk about a bait, when I do talk about a technique, y'all know it's not just to say it. It's not just to inflate my ego or inflate you know someone else's ego. It, it's the real deal. Why? Because it's helped me make money. Okay, for you, the the recreational angler. That is just going out there to just to catch fish. This is now something that is going to help you catch those fish. Okay, and have and give you a much more enjoyable time on the water, which is huge. Um, so with that being said, we're going to take one more quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about. Uh, how to rig, you know, how to, the different options, um, when to fish it, how to fish it, and, and break this lure down even farther to help you understand how to, how to put more fish in the boat. So we'll be right back with more of the Low Sodium Show, only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network. Full Bay Custom Rods are handcrafted, designed, built by fishermen for fishermen. Each plank goes through a rigorous stress test to ensure the highest quality 
period. You can actually feel the action of the bite as well as lure vibration through the foregrip, made with the highest quality components and made to your specifications. Full Bay Custom Rods bring innovation to your hands. Go to bbrods.com to check out some amazing custom rods. Full Bay Custom Rods, built by fishermen for fishermen. That's the Brass Fanfare, folks. And the Brass Fanfare is for the newest kayak coming out from Jackson Kayak, and that is the Big Rig. I know if you're on Facebook, you've seen hundreds of folks screaming its praises. And did you expect anything less coming from Jackson Kayak? With its wide stance, extreme stability, and the lean-to bar, which a lot of guys are kind of stealing now you know, really says to how great Jackson Kayak is in their uh, ability to make things work. So go to your local kayak dealer now. Well, not now, but, you know, after the show. Go to jacksonkayak.com. Check them out. And fish the finest with Jackson Kayak. You are listening to The Low Sodium Show on Kayak Fishing Radio with your host, Mark, the Landing Crew Wheeler. All right, we are back. Um, we've got uh, Steve and Eric from Lick'em Lures on the line. Um, and we have uh, Matt Yakchum Trucks, my, my host. Say hello, Matt. Yeah, actually, I, I got to add on to that uh, that big rig commercial you did there. That, that's the uh, perfect boat for the lick and lures, where you know you're going to be standing there fishing all day, flipping and pitching, getting that that bait skipping under those docks and everything. And you can't beat that. No, you can't. You you really can't. You know, and, and having that stability to be able to do that, you know, on a boat that, you know, you you can you can be relaxed in doing it. You know, that's the biggest thing is is people. And when you fish tense and you fish, you know, you know, stressed, you're not going to catch fish, okay? And, you, you know, you're, you're trying to force things. You, you never have, you know, a good trip. But if you relax, you're having fun, you know, you're, you're, you're calm, you always seem to catch more fish, you know, and that, that's the way it seems for me. Um, so, you know, having a boat like that with a bait like this really says a lot. Um, so what we're going to do right now is, is talk about how I'm, how I fish, um, the tongue slapper, you know, how I fished it and how I'm going to fish it in the future, um, with things I've already seen and done with it. Um, but first I'd like to say hello to everyone in the the chat room. Guests, remember you can always sign in using your social media or register with blogtalkradio.com. Um. And uh, we've got uh, the guests. We have uh, Big Fly Reel, which is Greg Becker right here. Uh, Lick'em Lures, which are Steve and Eric. Uh, so ask your questions. As well as TFJ Mag, what's going on, man? Um, no idea who you are, uh, but welcome. Love having new people on the Low Sodium Show. And, uh, you know, we'd love to uh, uh, have you call in. Number 714-816-4727. So let's talk about how, I'm gonna f- how I fish this bait. Um, you know, the traditional and the ways that Eric and Steve have um, 
have to have explained how they do it and everything else, and how I've talked about you know working it like a jerk bait um, are, the, are the main ways that uh, you know you can fish, and they're all great. Um, but right now we're hitting that pre-spawn spawn you know time, and, and especially if, if you live you know in the Mid Atlantic region, um, you know it because it's warm, it's comfortable, things are starting to happen, things are starting to get groovy. You know the that buck bass is getting his cologne on. He's doing his hair. You know, big old mama. She's sitting there and she's feasting, getting ready for a, uh, um, uh, you know, getting ready for a good time. You know, and of course they're putting on a little bit of weight. That buck bass is getting. You know, he's getting everything ready. He's cleaned up his bedroom. He's putting out the rose petals. He's been ready to get down. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's that pre-spawn. So what's happening is the the big girls they're feeding up. The the bucks are feeding up while they're, you know, getting beds ready to get the girls in. Uh to do a little 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 tail slap in action. Um so this is now the time to throw um certain baits. And uh for for Steve and Eric, I think you guys have changed your text somehow. Uh, click on the T in the chat room. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, make sure that your your text isn't all um, all screwed up. And, uh, We've been Darryl, having trouble with the chat room. Yeah, now it's playing games with me, which is not smart for this thing to do. I apologize. Uh, We're trying not to be like dorks here, but it's it kicked us off once, and we had to try to re-sign in two or three times, and we finally just got back on. Yeah, no problems. Um, you know, click like a uh, aerial black or something like that. That should get it going. Um, and uh, uh, TFJ Mag is Daryl with the Fisherman's Journal magazine. What's going on, man? Hope you're enjoying the show. Um, so, if you're in a pre-spawn mode, which is pretty much everyone from North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, uh, and west of that line, um, you're fishing the pre-spawn. So, you know. I, one of my favorite baits for pre-spawn are jerk baits, which is what this is. It's a jerk bait, okay? Um, you know, and fish it the same way I talked about earlier. Real erratic, you know, action, stuff like that. Now, if you're fishing the flats and you look and you see a bass, you know, a buck bass or, or female cruising the flats, or they're sitting, you know, it's spawn time. It's, it's you know, three weeks from now, and they're, they're, they're sitting on the bed. One way that you can really make this bait effective is put in a jig head on it. Um, you know, Tommy head jigs and that that really a Tommy head really makes it stand up. Okay, which right there if if you ever watched a bluegill you know feeding on a bed, his nose is digging the bottom and his tail is waving in the air. Okay? Um, so what I do is I do it backwards. I come in from the fat end, okay? From the from the back side and rig it like that. And basically, you're flipping and pitching it. You're going to want, you know, the, the quarter ounce or heavier if you have a chance. Tommy Head does, does custom sizes, and he has a 3.8 that is perfect for this. Okay. And what I do, and I was doing this uh, uh, yesterday for a little while, just, just practicing, seeing what the action would be on some old uh, uh, bluegill beds. As I was pitching it and letting it sink down, hitting the bottom, and popping it until I got it in to, into the bed. And then all I did, because with a Tommy head, it makes it stand up. I start vib, you know, get a nice, you know, semi-tight line 
I'm not moving the bait. I'm just holding the rod up, and I'm vibrating it. Okay? Give it some really good vibrations. Now, the cool thing is, when I bring that line really tight, and not really moving the bait yet, I'm just bringing the line tight, the tail will actually come down, right? And it'll roll to the side. What that's doing is, is just like a bluegill will do. That bluegill's nose is in the, in, in the, on the bottom. He's trying to find those eggs. When that bass gets close, that bluegill will kind of flatten out. He'll, he'll bring, his, 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 bring his, uh, his tail to the floor. Yeah. Um, so he'll bring his tail down and kind of get ready to take off. Okay. Now you really want to tick off a bass? Loosen up that line again. Guess what happens? He rises back up. He's just feeding again. So if, that, if you can see that bass... It's on the edge of the bed. He's seeing the bluegill, and he's, you know, and he's focusing on it. And all of a sudden, that bluegill starts to like, like he's going to take off, and that bass kind of relaxes for a second. He knows that the bluegill's not feeding. He's going to take off, and that bluegill gives him the big old fin finger, all right. And that tail comes back up, and you start vibrating that bait again, like he's feeding, like he's moving. I'm telling you right now, when the bass are on, and they're they're on beds, and you have that finicky one, this is one bait you're going to want to put out there, okay. To, to, to put him over the edge, okay? He, 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 he's screwing with the girlfriend. He's screwing with the kids, all right? And just like big old daddy's going to do, he's going to put a whooping on him, and guess what? That whooping's going to happen. Um, so that's one way. Um, another one, if you're a, a freak nasty frog fisher like I am, I love throwing a frog. <laughs> Top water's the way to go. Right now we have pre-emergent pads in many, many, many of the lakes in the Mid-Atlantic region. Pads are really coming up really nice in, in the southeast. Florida, they're always there. Um, one thing I did do to this bait to, to make it, uh, you know, uh, into a frog was I took the, the skirt trailer from a jig, okay, and you got that rubber collar. Take a, uh, a corkscrew, uh, a, a bait keeper, Okay, a hitchhiker or whatever you want to call it. Okay, and take the end that you would put in the hook eye, and put that, and capture that that rubber ring, the the. Okay, and then what you do with a pair of pliers is grab that open end, and just close it up. Just give it a twist, close everything down. So this way you're not lose, you're not capturing any of the lily pads or or duckweed or whatever you have, and then tie that into the thin end. Uh, the, the the front end of it, of the, the tongue slapper, okay? Now you have protruding legs, right? Now you have what most hollow body baits have as legs, all right? Then all, all that you do is I personally rig it without any weight. I want to keep it on the surface, all right? And these baits, when, when, when weightless, actually give a real slow rolling fall, okay? Which is what I, I really want to have. Um, when I'm when I'm fishing for those bass, so you know I rig it. I use a five aught uh, Mustad uh, swim bait weightless hook. Okay, um, rig it up there, and then I I this bait throws a a country mile. So be a, be let you know right now, it's the bait has some weight to it. Okay, don't think it's just a little plastic worm that you got to add weight. This bait's got some weight to it already. Send it out there. Okay, and get ready. The moment that thing splashes down, engage that reel, put the rod tip up at almost a, a, a vertical stance. Okay, probably, you know, if, if, if it's a clock again, your head's 12 o'clock. 
All right, and straight out in front of you is three o'clock. You want this bait at almost one, the rod about one o'clock, okay? And all you're gonna do is pop that rod tip while you're just slowly reeling that that reel. Just pop, 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 reel, reel, real slow, okay? What that bait's gonna do? It's gonna it's gonna pop and wobble, okay? Now if you if you if you've ever fished a um a hollow body frog, you know that it's got that when you pop it like that, it, the nose kind of dips in the water and comes up out of the water. Bloom, bloom, bloom. Now with this bait, it captures a lot of water, and it just gives a little pop, just like a popping frog. But if you watch it in open water and you work it, you create this humongous wake out of this bait. Lots of pressure waves. <clears throat> so if you're fishing areas where the, the bass are really scattered or it's a really large lily pad field, okay, you're going to really call them in. You're going to let them know, hey, here, here comes a little snacky poo. Come and get it. All right, so here, there, here, here they are, right? So you work it, work it, work it, work it. Now, what I had happen two days ago um, is I was working this bait on the surface, the emergent lily pads, just like I like them, just barely touching the surface, just barely kissing the sun. Okay, little little uh, little something for you. So as I'm popping it back in, I'm working it, I'm working it, working it, and I get a miss. Bass, they're still kind of trying to figure out, you know, what time of the year it is. Came up, boom, and he missed it. Now, 99 times out of 100, what most guys will do is they'll scream that bait all the way back in, pick up a Senko and throw it out there to mimic that, you know, they just hurt that bait. Great thing is that this bait, it sinks. So, work and work and work, boom, he missed it. I just dropped the rod tip, gave it some line, and that thing started rolling and falling, right? Oof. And I'm telling you, this bass didn't come back for it. Um, he, he didn't come back for it until I picked up the... I let it hit the bottom, let it sit there for a second, popped it, popped it, nothing. I brought it back up to the surface, was working it, and he hit it again. And that time I got him. That time I stuck him. Remember, top water baits like that. He hits it, drop your rod tip, feel him, then set the hook. Um, you know, that right there is going to be humongous. Because now you've got that Senko and a hollow-bodied frog thing going, connected into one. So, snakehead guys, guess what? Zach Huntington of Potomac uh, Snakehead and Bass. I know you're listening. I know you are. <laughs> um, you, you've, you've, you've now got a, and I just got a thing on my Facebook. <laughs> um, <coughs> this is going to be the bait for you, buddy. It, it's strong. It takes a lot of, of, uh, of you know, oomph to, to destroy this bait. So, yeah, this is right up your alley, buddy. Um, you know, for those guys that, that like to catch pike using topwaters, now you've got a bait that you can do that with, right? Now you have a, you know, for all the smallie guys, and I'm telling you right now, this is going to be a smallmouth catching freak of nature. Um, it is really cool because when you add the jig head to it, like, like a Tommy head, and you throw it out there, and you just slowly reel it in, okay? Like they said with that rock port, what happens is it kind of, the back end comes down and it wobbles back and forth. And if you work it really slow, you can really get it to, to really slowly rock back and forth. That is mimicking all those insects and, and small mad toms, okay? For those that fish smallmouth, and when I just said mad tom, 
I know a bunch of you kind of perked up because Mad Tom Toms are the meth and crack and heroin all mixed together on a small mouth. Okay, they will go out of their way to eat a Mad Tom. Um, and they do awesome. So, you know, you can work the bait real slow, and it looks like that Mad Tom, you know, especially in rocky areas. How it's just kind of just slowly just kind of working his way through, rocking back and forth and moving like they will. It's going to be, be awesome. Be absolutely awesome. You know, uh, for uh, walleye guys, it, this really trolling a knot, knot and a half. Um, you know, you, you put that slit in the back and it's going to give it that, that more of a loose action that you're looking for. Now you've got a great casting bait, but also a trolling bait as well. And of course, the bass fishermen and all of us kind of got, kind of got the the best end of this deal. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be awesome. I'm I'm really excited about this bait. I know um, several other folks that that have uh, had a chance to enjoy the the, the tongue slapper. Um, you know, I know that they they've really enjoyed it, and uh, it's going to be. One heck of a bait, guys. You know, and uh, it's an absolute pleasure having you guys on. Um, you guys have anything else to add? Well, I just wanted to tell you about um, we're uh, coming out with a smaller version um, here in the next, uh, the, about the middle of May, we're coming out with a small version of it. And uh, we really think that, that's, that that small version is really going to be a smallmouth catching uh, machine on the small end of it, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just because it's, you know, like you said, I mean, it's, you, when you, when you tailor that color to, uh, to a goby or whatever you want to call it, um, it's going to be pretty fantastic, we think, up in the, in the Great Lakes region and in those areas for smallmouth awesome. or anywhere there's smallmouth for that matter. Um, awesome. And what the other the size thing, of the too, What's that? What What is the size of the original? The length and width, um, I guess, of the wide. What is the size of that, Eric? It's three and a quarter. It's like three. It's three and a quarter. Um, it's not exactly. It's not overly huge, but it's not. You know, it's not small either. The small one is. Um, I think it's about two and two and five eighths. Is the small one is the length on it. Um, okay. You ever think about making in, uh, them even bigger for trolling or no? Uh, yeah, we've actually got one, uh, a prototype of a giant one. Nice. And it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, but I wanted to add one thing when you were talking about adding the, you know, when you, you you were talking about the, uh, the hollow belly frogs and Senko kind of all in one deal. Um, we've also got another video on Facebook, on our Facebook page as well that says it's uh, basically it's called the tongue slapper versus the Senko worm. And what it does, rigged in the manner that it's rigged on there, and there's a picture of how it's rigged on our Facebook page. It is basically, the, it's, it's the exact reciprocal of what a Senko does when you rig it wacky style. Um, you know, uh, a Senko is going to shimmy um, side to side, well, the spoon, the, the tongue slapper, it will it'll oscillate left to right vertically. It's hard to explain it until you see it, but it sinks. It's the exact same sink rate 
as a Cinco. Exact right. same sink rate with an eighth ounce weight. So I so, wanted to add with, that. With that being said, that's telling y'all, go to lickemlures.com, watch all the videos, check them out on YouTube, they have a bunch more. Or even, y'all, just do, do both. Do both, go to the Facebook page, even Lick'em Lures Inc., okay? Like them, watch the videos, and have fun with it. All right? Absolutely awesome uh, stuff. Now, I heard you guys, you know, talking about this before the show, that uh, you guys have a little uh, contest, a little, little thing for people to get a, a couple of free packs or, or, or some baits. Am I hearing that correctly? Yes, Yes, we do. We're gonna give away. Uh, we're gonna give away uh, ten packs. Um, gonna you know do the like and share our page um, on Facebook, and you're gonna re- you're running you're running this till Friday, correct, Mark? Oh, you guys are. Or we, yeah, we're running this till Friday, um, and like and share our page, and you have to um, put in the keyword, which would be tongue slapping on the low sodium shell. You have to have that in there. So oh, there's we're gonna give away the, we're gonna give away ten packs and we're gonna pick the winner um sometime um at the end of the day on Friday or Saturday morning. And awesome. uh when we go ahead and pick it, just uh we'll we'll go ahead and pick you guys out and we'll uh we'll uh Facebook you and uh, get your uh, name and address and we'll get those out to you. Awesome. Cool. So, guys, again, Lick'em Lure, Inc. on Facebook. Like their page, and then share their page, and then post up Tom Slapping on the Low Sodium Show, because there's none of that here. <laughs> I'm, lying. I'm lying through my teeth. And if you're in, in Alabama, it's lying through your tooth. <laughs> uh, and anyone in Alabama, I'm sorry. I know you guys only have two teeth. It's, it's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Having fun, having fun, having fun. Um, so first 10 receive baits. There you go. So get out there. Do it. Hurry up. Um, so with that being said, Steve and Eric, we're running out of time. Absolute pleasure having you guys on. Um, feel free to call in anytime, uh, and, uh, you know, talk, uh, you know, talk about fishing and, you know, complain about each other or the wives or anything else like that, you're more than welcome to. Um, and, we appreciate uh, it big time. Yeah, you know, and I appreciate you guys allowing me to to be a part of, um, you know, help to, to make uh, Lick'em Lures uh, the brand grow. And it's greatly can appreciated. I, can I just add one more thing, Mark? Sure. I just want to – I just – I really want to reiterate – that this this being a new bait, it's I don't even know if if I would say it would fit in the jerk shad category, the jerk bait category, absolutely. Um, but seeing as it's a new bait, go to the website to to get started and really get some confidence with this bait, with just the traditional rigging and the swim bait rigging. Your options with those two, really, I mean, it's it's not, it doesn't seem like you can do a lot with it, but you can do a lot with it just by messing with those two riggings to start and elaborating on it from there. And you're really going to find out that the versatility of just those two riggings alone 
are really pretty pretty special. Going basically being able to walk the dog in top water at fishing like a frog to dragging the bottom and snapping and doing all of these things that you're really going to need to do to key on these fish at certain points. So, Yeah, definitely. And, folks, we'll have the, the, the link that you need to share uh, posted up on the, the Lick'em Lures page uh, right after the show. Um, and, again, this runs till Friday. So for all you guys that, that don't only get a chance to listen to the Low Sodium Show uh, via podcast or archived, you're going to have a chance to, to get us uh, uh, a, to, to win one of these suckers, okay? So with that being said, thanks, Eric. Thanks, Steve. Uh, absolute pleasure thanks, having Mark. you guys on. And uh, don't be a stranger. Okay, bud. Appreciate it. See you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being on the show, guys. I'm interested in using your lure, definitely. There you yeah, go. You got, a, you got a Jersey boy looking for your, your, your bait now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Going to have the whole East Coast soon. <laughs> stripers. Yeah, someone needs to catch stripers on this thing. That's what, what I'm shooting for. Some guys have said it's a little too small for stripers. They're, they don't ah. know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, stripers lead anything. Yeah, I've seen I've found little crabs and stripers up to, you know, full size menhaden. So, and about right. four to five of them. So, yeah, you never know. They, they eat everything. Yeah. Yep. Fish but. this thing uh, swim bait style, and you'll pound you'll pound the flounder with this thing too, man. They love it. Yeah, this thing's a flounder pounder. If they're around, they will def they will swallow it. They'll choke it. If you're fishing. There flounder. you go, Matt. Yeah, I'll be uh, doing that in June when the flounder head up here. Sounds That's good, boys. Like it. It's a fluke. Uh, <laughs> so, fluke. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Um, Mr. Becker, I greatly appreciate the voice being uh, uh, a part of the show tonight. Thank you, sir. And he's on mute. Unmute yourself, Mr. Becker. Or he had a pee. Either or. Ace. <laughs> Never heard him being quiet like that before. Um, so, with that being said, uh, I'd like to thank everyone for showing up tonight. Uh, tune in next week. Next week's show is going to be all about crazy rigging setups to give you that advantage. And I'm, I'm literally opening up my bag of tricks. And my bag of tricks... Yeah. You definitely want to tune in. Miss Tennessee Bridges, if you're listening, <clears throat> if you're listening, Tenny, uh, Miss Bridget, you definitely want to listen in because I have a foolproof way of fixing that whole tail getting bit off your big worm. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's so simple, it'll make you cry. And I don't want to make you cry. So I'm going to teach you it. So definitely tune in next week. We're going to do some crazy stuff on the Low Sodium Show. I'd like to thank everyone that showed up tonight. Greg Becker, Matt Trucks, uh, Yak Chum, all the guests. Uh, Daryl from the Fisherman's Journal magazine. Buddy. Dude. Homie. Love you, man. Um, and with all that, thank you again so much for y'all. If It's your support that makes this all possible. 
Um, and, of course, to all my personal sponsors, um, Jackson Kayaks, Orca Coolers, Bull Bay Rods, Unfair Lures, and Tommy Head Jigs. And now, Lick'em Lures. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I could not do this without you guys. And uh, remember, folks, make sure you let all these people know, if you make a purchase, that you heard it here on the Low Sodium Show with Mark Wheeler. Um, it truly helps. So with that being said, take a kid fishing. Get him into the outdoors. Get them off the streets. Change their lives forever. Always wear your PFD. Does he know good if you're drowning as it floats away? Or if it's inside your kayak? Okay? Please, 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 please wear your PFDs. And if you get out this weekend, it's going to be beautiful to get your fish on, man. <laughs> good night, everybody. Catch you next week on the Low Sodium Show. Good night, everybody. <laughs>